You're listening to Crunch Time. Zito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. Oh, mate, I, I, to be honest, I had no idea. I'm concentrating on the game and um, I'm not, I couldn't even tell you what happened. I, yeah, I just got the call up the phone that Hop's gone off to get a test and then the call came up that he's not coming back on. So we had to make a decision to sub someone on and move some pieces. Andrew McWalter, the Richmond coach, explaining the, the Jacob Hopper moments, which played out at length and played out in light of the concussion protocol breach of Port Adelaide during the week. Crunch time is for Azito, powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. It felt like what would happen after Port Adelaide was there would be a significant tightening of the protocols and a lowering of the threshold for when HIAs were called for, for when the SCAT test was implemented, Agreed. and for when concussion would be diagnosed. And Sam, it feels like we saw that play out in real time with the Hopper incident. Oh, did we ever? And for a time, actually, the broadcaster was showing the club doctors just as much as they were showing the game. So everyone was hyper alert to any possible heat clash. And this is where I find it difficult for us sitting here. We have to give, you have to surrender and give yourself over to the medical experts. We're not qualified, obviously. We're not in the rooms when Hopper goes down for his 15-minute SCAT 5 test. We're not there on the bench when he does the HIA. So we are outside looking in. But, geez. The clash that it was, there's a clash of heads all the time in games of football. Mm. I would have thought it is still possible to have a head clash without having concussion, but you can understand the sensitivity. Clearly, there was enough doubt there with the test that they didn't bring him back on. I'm not sure why Adam Trelaw seemingly was involved in that head clash, and he wasn't tested to the same degrees as Jacob Hopper. And we saw the difficulty in getting Jacob Hopper off the ground as well. Clearly didn't want to come off. Clearly was unhappy in, in, in going down to the rooms. Now, I know that's not the criteria for whether players should be withdrawn or not, but Jeez, and I know it was touched on last night and in the aftermath. Are we going to need more players on the bench if this is seemingly the threshold to withdraw a player? So Jared Healy in, in the commentary last night w- was drawn to that immediately, that we're going to need an additional sub or an additional interchange player if this is going to be the threshold. And independently, you've sent me that same message this morning, Dermot. I, I just – my read on it is, yes, trust the doctors. Mm. Doctors love their players. Trust the doctors on this. I felt that that was a little bit the doctors' fraternity, as represented last night. First case up after last weekend, bit gun shy. You can understand that. Yeah, Yeah. and totally understand that. We're going to call them out. If there's the slightest amount of doubt, whereas that might have got in the favour of the player returning him to the field in even Mm. recent times. So we can understand that, that they take that out. I find no problem with, don't even just say one more. Make it an eight-man bench. Limit the amount of – get into a slightly different conversation here, but just blanket bomb it. Send yeah. six, eight onto the bench now. Just don't worry about it. If you if you think that that destabilises the competition, the competition's moved so far in terms of the way the game's played now. Just make sure that there's never any issue now with this. If we're going to call them out, take them out of the game that easily, let's make sure that we have – Enough fit. I can see a time coming, and I used to get laughed at for saying this. Mm. It'll be like American football. You'll wheel out so many players that sit on the bench, but you can't just keep returning your best players to the field. There'll be some parameters on that part of it, but you've got to always have fit and able bodies on the ground. If you, I watched that last the other day, or when it was, and, uh, and let me say this, if you, if you didn't think they were concussed, there's something wrong with you. 
They were both on the yeah, Port Adelaide one. They were both on the ground. Didn't move a bit. The doctor would have known that that has happened. Now they've got a sub. They've got four blokes who sit on the benches of reserves already, and we understand that. And I don't mind what you're saying. It's not a big deal. But the doctor must have known because they didn't move for for thirty or forty seconds. Either of them. Agreed. You and, and I would both agree them? on this. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Have you ever played with, and I have, yeah. played with players who don't like contact, but they still play because they love the game. I play with a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what happens with some players, yeah. they get hit hard. Yeah. They go down and they almost go into a state of fright, shock, and they go, right, let's go through the body check. Uh, knees are okay. Back feels okay. I can breathe. Okay. Am I awake? Yes, I'm awake. <sighs> All right, I'll get up. Yeah, have you ever played with those blokes? No, I don't think I have played with one of those blokes, but I tell you what I did see the other day is they both laid there motionless for some period of time, which gives you an idea that you are out of control. I said I agree with you on that. Have you ever seen – and there are players playing in the league who do this routine check of like – they're mm. a bit of fright at mm. the time because they've been hit hard. Yeah, but a lot and of them go, dive too. <laughs> and they have to stay and some there. Of them are very so, good divers. That's, that's a great that's call. That's a great call, though, and it is different. But will the doctors take those divers down mm. stairs after they've taken a dive, and at least yeah. they're out for fifteen minutes? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So oh, I re- this is a really interesting point. So your uh, the, uh, the visuals in the Port Adelaide one simple. are why the mistake was yeah, made. Simple. But the visual last night, yeah. you're going, oh that. If you said to me that's innocuous, I'm going, no drama, but it ends up the player being subbed out. Your point, Dermot, I think is such an interesting one for as we hit the finals. If a player stays down after contact for any period of time whatsoever, He's looked at you are suddenly in that the doctor's on high alert. What am I supposed to do here? The ARC will be intervening, going, hey, you need to double-check this. Suddenly you'll be downstairs for 15 minutes. Mm. So uh, we, we are now in a really tight spot. Now, there's a certain amount that it is totally necessary for where concussion is heading to. And I had Max Lynch join me in the studio the mm. other day. That's the real-life case study. But then there's the actual practicality of playing footy, where there is contact all the time. And if you just get a little bit hurt for a moment, yeah. you're going to be hyper-aware to get back on your feet as quickly as possible and not draw attention well, to we're it. Well, we're wedged now, aren't we? We're, yeah, we're we, seemingly we wedged are. and we're stuck. So if, if the bond stayed down... When he collided Scott. and took that wonderful mark with, with Scott. Scott. Who, who Scott, was obviously yeah, withdrawn as well. Withdrawn yep. from that. If the bond stays down for 10 seconds, what are we obliged to do? Oh, you have to check him. Check him out. That's 15 minutes out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, which is obviously a punishment a, in itself. But yeah, we, as yeah. a, against a good team, that's the dog he's done. But that's fair against enough, isn't it? Against a good team, if you take Bont off for 15 minutes, they're done. But that's fair enough. I mean, if you stay down, you've been hitting the head, then I'm you have to be checked. Yeah, I'm not saying it's unfair. I'm not saying it's unfair. I'm saying that's the sport mm, now. Yeah, You're done. Your game's done. If you play, if they do that against Collingwood, uh, uh, the really good teams, he's the dog's chances are shot. Yeah, so you have to trust the layers, and this is where I think it got blurred, is you have to – the HIA is the quick conversation. Yep. yep. And that ha- conversation happened on the ground between Hopper mm. and the club doctor. If the Richmond club doctor says that's okay, then that should be the end of it. But then he comes back to the bench, looks at the vision, and I don't know what he got from the arc at that stage. They call Hopper off. They have a longer conversation and then downstairs. But your your point is a good one. If Bont stays down for 10 seconds and the doctor goes out and runs the quick HIA and that's okay, that's okay. Hmm. It should be but okay. we're going to be hyper yeah. – it is going to be hypersensitive yeah. now alert. to escalate yeah. that to the scat and then to escalate that to out of the game. And we won't know whether it was – necessary or appropriate or not but that is the specific ramification of what happened with the Port Adelaide scenario mm. and yep. it 
going to be an issue for the rest of the year. And then I am absolutely with you on the view that we are going to need additional players for this to be the threshold. And that's a healthy fine, isn't it? Huge fine. Uh, It's a good fine, I think. I know some people quibble. $100,000 has the right gravitas. Well, it was never going to be enough for some people. Yeah. And it was going to be, you know, over the top for others. But I, I thought fifty percent of it in the in the soft cap, which does hurt. It's fifty thousand dollars out of the soft cap, and 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 fifty another fifty thousand on top. A hundred thousand dollar fine. Pretty Jerry. big mistake. Big mistake, and they acknowledge a mistake. I mean, whether it was two hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine, does that make it any uh, more likely that they're not going to do it again? I would have thought the message. Well, I'd like to think the message is well and truly now. The shot's been fired across the bow that it, it won't happen you again. You have to take Sam that it was an error. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't think there was any uh, um, anything malicious. Any, yeah, 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 there wasn't because sinister. Yeah. And so no. is it. Doctors at clubs, they love their place. They will never do – I mean, gone are the times you go, yeah, yeah, you're right, coach. We'll just – we'll jab him up and get him back out there. He's fine. They're gone. Doctors love You would have been sent back out when you were were concussed at some stage. I know I was. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't think about it twice. No, that was just that was just that the was game. A, that was a part of your mark of manhood. Yeah, I know. If you could do that, you had so to go it was and a hide somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different era, but yeah, yeah that nobody. You could go. I still go to speak to my mm. doctor now, and he would know every time I've been hit. This is thirty years after yep. it finished. The doctors love their players. Yeah, yeah. They're yep. never going to jeopardize them. And they all have a record of. Just they, were, they were man to have a record mm. of, even in those days, a mm. record of concussions and things they had to put on on, on, on notice, mm. which I think was good. The other incident out of last night is a fan that reached over the fence and, uh, mm. and slapped Marlon Pickett. Yeah, I've spoken to the AFL this morning, Jerry. They're in the process now reviewing the security footage, speaking with venue security and the match uh, day managers as well. I can tell you it's certainly not a racial incident. There was nothing uh, exchanged uh, words to that nature. It just appears to be a fan who felt the need to reach out and touch the player. So it's unclear what words, if any, were exchanged. But the AFL, uh, I can tell you, has no issue with issue with Marlon Pickett, who did slap the drink out of the fans' hands. He was sat in the dog's end behind the goals. The league's in the process of working out if he's a dog's member, a dog's supporter. He might be a supporter of neither club. If, if he's a member, it's easy to sanction, of course, Jared. If not, they can track him to the specific seat he's sitting in, assuming it's a reserve seat area. I think he'll be having a break from the game, that's for sure. A clear message from the AFL is you can't under any circumstance touch a player on the field of play. Gee, I wish that had been in mm. vogue 30 years ago, Sellers. Mm. Now, Marlon Pickett wasn't distressed. He wasn't angry. He wasn't upset after the game. I think it was more a feeling of surprise, of shock that, that, a, that a punter would do that. So, look, I think it'll be a suspension for the, for the fan in question, Jared. but um, no, I don't think anything in the nature of lifetime bans or anything like that. Just been. enough to remind everybody, don't would, be doing this. Don't touch. It would appear yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a, something caught your eye in the field of play not long after that. With yeah, the, well, the, the Bont took a mark and he completely and out, out, outpointed Marlon Pickett in a marking uh, contest, which reaped the 14th goal for the Dogs. And, and look, Jason Dunstall and I, we see eye to eye on many things and not on others, but on this we're aligned. Uh, and he's a fantastic young man young Bailey Smith, he ran up to Marlon Pickett on the mark and just belittled him, gave it to him, said, well, you can only imagine what he said to him. And it's just, and it's, and I have always said, hey, when people make the remark, oh, but the kids will copy. Well, 
control your kids out in the footy a bit better. But this really is creeping into junior football. A backman gets beaten by a kid. And, and they push him and shove And they go in there and start. You've got nothing to do with that contest. And, and Barley Smith's better than this. He, he's a recidivist. It's happened a couple of times. Um, if you have a teammate that wins the contest... Just celebrate the goal. Just just understand that, hey, I can make position now. We're going to get one more. Don't run in and, and, and just give it to them. I mean, Bailey Smith is, a, is the young lad asking for a little bit of leniency in his own. I remember that. Yeah. yeah so, if I mean, all it is attempted, attempting to achieve here is a belittlement of on a mental... And it's a smart aleck thing to do. Yeah, just, I didn't like it. There's no need for it. We're professionals. That was unprofessional. And he's a better person and he's a better player than that. Tom Liberatore is about to join us from the Bulldogs and then we'll let Sam loose on the Cinque Terre deal, the son's courting of Damien Hardwick. <laughs> this is Crunch Time for Azito, powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings.